0: Good morning, everyone, and thank you all for joining us today. My name is Pam Davidson. I'm Acting Press Secretary for uh, um, Service Alberta and Red Tape Production and Minister Nally. I will also be your MC this morning. Before we get started, I want to give you a quick rundown of the events today. We will first hear from Minister Nally, and then we we will hear from a couple of our guest speakers. Following prepared remarks by our speakers, the reporters will have an opportunity to ask questions. After the scrum, if time allows, we will take you on a quick tour for photos and videos. There will also be an opportunity to shoot a sequence of service of the service wickets from both sides of the counter and you are able to do some you are able to do some limited shooting in the back office. We will then we will show you some of the land titles resources available to the public online. After that, we will go down to the basement to visit land titles document vaults to see some historical pieces. Then we will wrap up. When we do have a few staff, sorry, we do have a few staff who don't mind being shown on camera, and we will let you know which ones they are um, if you'd like to do some B-Rule. For privacy reasons, please avoid shooting close-up documents being processed by staff in the back office. I think that covers it. Now I'll turn things over to Minister Nally to share some exciting news.
1: Thank you, uh, Senator-Elect Pam Davidson. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, Thanks to our invited guests today, our special guests, department officials, and the media for coming. Today is a great day for Albertans, and it's a great day for the real estate industry. Now, before I share with you what that great news is, I just want to tell you where we began this journey. When I first became Minister of Service Alberta and Red Tape Production, the Premier directed me that my number one priority was to eliminate the backlog in land titles. At that time, it was taking 84 business days, that's over four months, to process a transfer or register a title instead of the usual 10 to 12 business days that it should be taking. And there was a backlog of somewhere in the neighbourhood of 164,000 documents waiting to be reviewed. The problem started in April 2021 when document submissions to land titles began to surge. The surge was due to low interest rates and an increase in mortgage financing and a larger number of Albertans buying and selling properties. Soon it became apparent that it wasn't a spike, but rather a new sustained level of transaction volume. This dramatic increase led to the backlog and a steadily growing uh, of processing times. So let me be clear, our plan was working. We cut corporate taxes, we reduced red tape, and investors and Canadians responded by moving to Alberta. And that increase... In, back, uh, in, la- in land titles registrations is what created the backlog. The relentless buildup was creating all kinds of problems by people because in many cases a sale of a property is not final until it is registered with land titles. For example, sellers had to wait a long time to get their money. Developers had difficulty getting the subdivision approvals that they needed and smaller developers looking to build an infill home found it difficult to get financing because they did not have clear title. The delays even affected the collection of property taxes. In some cases, former owners continued to receive property tax notices instead of the new owners. Because it was taking too long to get the new owner's name and address on the title. This backlog was not only creating massive frustration for individuals and businesses, it was causing a drag on the economy. That's why the Premier made fixing land titles my top priority. Alberta's government started hiring new staff in the summer of 2021 as soon as we realized the surge was not a temporary spike. We introduced new measures like the pending registration queue so applicants would not lose their place in the queue, which ensured fairness. The province tried out some new hiring strategies, managing to recruit 100 new staff throughout 2022 to review and process documents and provided them with intensive and nimble training that allowed them to make a difference as soon as possible by january 2023 the backlog started to subside and processing times started to trend downward as the new hires got up to speed the pace of reducing the backlog accelerated We've really been motoring down the home stretch since September and today it is my pleasure to tell you that all the hard work and investment has finally paid off. Our mission has been accomplished. Processing times for land titles are back in the normal 10 to 12 business days. Surveys are getting turned around in 8 to 10 business days. And our front counter, which was closed so staff could focus on the backlog, is once again open for in-person service. At the heart of it, land titles is a foundational public service upon which our economy depends. But land titles is also about Albertan security and prosperity. And knowing who owns the land is critical for market certainty. It's about security of assets and ensuring those who have an interest in a property, like a lender or a neighbor that you have signed a caveat with, can be assured that their interests are protected. Each year, more than $50 billion in real estate transactions take place in Alberta. About $340 million in economic activity is processed through land titles each day, and more than $500 billion in private property is managed through the land titles registry. This is important work, which is why we are celebrating this significant milestone. But there's more to be done. Now is the time to take the next step to move Alberta forward by investing nearly $60 million over 3 years to modernize land titles, our outdated systems and improve service delivery for Albertans. These systems are decades old and largely paper-based, which impacts the ability to respond to changing market conditions. Investing in modernization will help prevent future backlogs and help reduce wait times. Documents are expected to be processed in five days when the work is complete, which is what we are seeing in other jurisdictions that benefit from modernized service delivery. That's where we want to be. Before I wrap things up, I want to acknowledge the hard work of our land titles team at both our Edmonton location and our Calgary office. Staff worked really hard. And also came up with some creative solutions like establishing an expedited process for registering new condominiums and piloting a project to improve accuracy in applicant submissions. And their managers and supervisors did a terrific job getting new hires up to speed. So today's announcement is a tribute to the work carried out by each and every employee in land titles. I see one of my assistant deputy ministers, Rhonda Golden, is with us today, as well as some of her management team at Land Titles, led by Lisa Chen. Rhonda, Lisa, please pass along my heartfelt thanks to your staff for getting the job done. I know they're working hard to process Albertans' documents, even now. I'll wrap up now, but stay tuned as we work to modernize Alberta's registry systems, including Land Titles, in the coming months and years. I am confident that the best is yet to come. Thank you. And back over to Senator-elect Pam Davidson.
0: Thank you, Minister. Now I will call on on Scott Fash from Building Industry and Land Development Association, who will make some brief remarks.
2: Uh, So thank you you very much for for the invitation to be here today. Uh, I'm pleased to be here to talk about some critical and impressive achievements to land titles in Alberta. Delays in in title transfers, document and subdivision registrations became a critical industry for land development, home building and the overall real estate sector from the onset of the pandemic. Specifically, it led to uh, delayed home possessions for Albertans, significant holding costs and multiple months worth of delays in new developments. In a time where expediting new housing supply was and continues to be crucial to keep housing prices affordable, reducing these delays has been critical to support our industry's ability to meet the rising demand for housing in this province. We began working with Service Alberta and the land title staff almost immediately to try to, indebt- to, try to identify interim solutions and measures to address the growing delays. This led to some innovative ideas and solutions, but nothing that could substantially reduce the backlog as quickly as needed. Shortly after Dale Nally was named Minister of Service Alberta, we witnessed the dramatic shift in approach and resourcing. In just a couple of months, we started seeing a noticeable reduction in the backlog. A few months later, it had been cut in half. And today, almost a year later, or a little over a year later, I am thrilled to join the Minister um, and a number of key staffers and uh, fellow stakeholders to announce that the backlog is back to historic norms. Achieving this milestone required significant effort and dedication from Service Alberta staff and frontline workers within the land titles offices. Their unwavering commitment to their important public service over the past three years truly mattered and made a difference to our industry and the lives of Albertans. Looking ahead, we are excited to continue collaborating with the government of Alberta on the overall modernization of the land title system, something that has been needed for well over a decade. This collaboration will help ensure that the issues of the past few years are not repeated, providing a more efficient and streamlined process for, all, for government and all users of the system. I want to express my sincere gratitude to Minister Dale Nally, uh, Assistant Deputy Minister Rhonda Goulden, Executive Directors Curtis Woolard and Lisa Chen, and the entirety of the staff contingent within the Alberta land title offices, um, for their responsiveness and the dedication to resolving this issue. With the support of the Government of Alberta, we remain committed to addressing the challenges and the barriers that impact housing affordability. So thank you very much again for having me today.
0: Thank you, Scott. Thank you for your... (laughs) Um, Also today we have David Brown who will make some brief remarks on behalf of the Alberta Real Estate Association Capital Region.
3: Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here today for this announcement, which is great news for our real estate industry. As chair of the Alberta Real Estate Association, we represent over 13,000 realtors in this province and are honored to shed the light on the impact that Minister Nally's quick response to resolve this issue will have on the realtors and our industry. Realtors are the backbone of our real estate ecosystem, fostering growth and economic vitality. Areas, or excuse me, Alberta's $50 billion in annual real estate transactions are fulfilled by realtors who are ensuring homes and spaces meet their clients' aspirations. In doing so, realtors enable entrepreneurs to invest confidently, confidently excuse me, and families to establish roots in our vital communities. Over the past two years, near the end of the pandemic, Alberta experienced the surge in requests that land titles which saw, as the minister said, 86% increase between April 2021 and December 2022. Processing times during that time uh, peaked at 84 business days. And think from a realtor's point of view, 84 days before you can get a transaction or your people into a home is a really significant time. And 55 days for business transaction for surveys, again, for any builders and waiting to get people in homes is forever. It impeded the flow of economic activity. Minister Nally and the government of Alberta have earned our confidence for their commitment to addressing delays in the land titles and for partnering with us to to find a solution. To the minister and the land titles office team, we extend gratitude for transforming processes, and laying the groundwork for the prosperous real estate environment. Our minister and his team acted quickly by increasing funding and allocating additional staff to the Land Titles Department to tackle the issues. Today we are thrilled that these efforts have been successful. The backlog has been eliminated, and the processing times, as he stated, are back to normal, which are 10 to 12 days, which translates into smoother transactions, transactions for customers and clients and professionals, enabling a focus on the investment and growth, fostering a vibrant market. The ripple effect on this achievement resonates far beyond mere paperwork. The Land Titles Office, processing over 340 million in economic activities daily, serves as a vital clog on our real estate sector to finalize transactions vital to the economy. With processing time, streamlined and full on-front counter service reopened, we can count on accessibility and effective service for the public. And the promise from the Alberta government to reduce red tape doesn't end here. The substantial investment of nearly $60 million over three years to modernize systems in land titles will revolutionize our processes even further. Soon we can expect documents to be processed, within five business days or less, which is unprecedented level of efficiency. Let's continue championing an environment where realtors can thrive, where economic opportunities abound, and where every Albertan can embark on the path to home ownership with confidence. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for your remarks, David. This concludes our speeches today. The minister will now take a few questions. Okay, so I'll move over to this mic over here. Um, We will now open it to the floor for any questions. Hi, I'm Annie from CBC
3: French. Um, I will ask you, you name all the negative side of this this backlord, why it took more than one year enough to to, to regulate it?
1: Well, uh, we didn't have the scalability to respond to the increase in volumes. So the volumes of land titles doubled, and because it was a largely manual process, uh, we couldn't just press a button and scale up. We actually had to hire people in a, in a market that's tough to hire in, and we had a training program that was it was actually up to 18 months to train someone on land titles. So you, you didn't have the scalability that you needed to respond to such a, an increase in volumes. So we had to come up with new ways of not just recruiting, but new ways of training. We took the training program from 18 months down to three months. And, uh, and so that people that were trained were able to hit the ground, uh, I won't say on day one, but certainly within 90 days, they were definitely processing land titles. So uh, those are the kind of things that we had to do because we lacked the scalability that goes with manual processes.
0: And do you have another solution if an increase of numbers
3: arrive again
1: well we do actually and that's why we're uh, we're investing 60 million dollars to automate we never want to put albertans in this position again because this is this is about jobs and this is about investment because you need to provide market certainty and you can do that with manual processes that lack the ability to scale so we're investing 60 million dollars over three years to have an automated process to land titles uh this is this is great news for not just albertans but uh, uh all the entire real estate industry
0: Sorry, you have one follow-up or did you do your one follow-up? Sorry, I was just managing something else. Okay, I did my follow-up. Okay, is there any other questions from the floor? No? Okay, we can move to online. Um, can we take the
3: first caller? Our first question comes from Janet French, CBC.
2: Hi there. Minister Kelly, can you just walk us through, if you have some numbers, how many people in total were working for land titles? Once the uh, when it hit sort of that peak, eighty-four business day turnover time, compared to how many people are working for land titles now.
1: Um, but I, well, I'd have to. If we go back two years was before I started with the department. But I can say that when uh, when I had uh, was given responsibility for land titles last October, the number was about sixty employees, and uh, we've uh, managed to double that now.
2: Okay, thanks for that. Uh, new topic. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on today's announcement from the federal government about uh, methane rules, draft methane rules. I know you're not Minister of Natural Gas anymore, but I'm confident that you have thoughts about this, and I would love to hear them.
1: Well, uh, I'm, I'm glad that the rest of the world is deciding to catch up to Alberta, because we have always had the highest methane re- emission reduction standards in the world. In fact, I have always said that, that our natural gas is so clean because of our high standards that, uh, that the last drop of LNG that is consumed on this planet should come from Alberta, because it is the most responsibly produced energy in the world, and, and that's not going to change.
0: Thank you. Caller, uh, sorry, operator, can you put through the next caller?
3: Jonathan Bradley, Western Standard. Hello, Minister. Thank you for taking my question. You spoke about the staff um, having to get caught up on land titles and how it took them uh, some time to do. Where do you stand on hiring more staff in the land titles office?
1: Well, we brought a number of those uh, staff on, uh, on temporary contracts because we knew we weren't going to need all that st- amount of staff. So, uh, But one of the, the, the direction that I gave the department when we brought on all these uh, temporary employees was to do the best that we could to transition them once this process was over. And, and I have to say that the department stepped up. And, and uh, throughout this process, they were introducing them to uh, other departments and and so they have done a great job. I, I don't have the numbers to share with you, but I can certainly get them to you. But we've done a great job of transitioning some of those temporary employees over to other government departments.
3: Okay, my follow-up question is, obviously with uh, land pedals being set up now, that's going to address the supply side of the housing crisis and issues like that. Um, but this hasn't addressed the demand side. What is your opinion on cutting immigration to reduce housing costs?
1: Uh, well, you're, you're, you're asking me a, a, a foreign policy question that uh, I'm not going to delve into that area. But here, here's what I will say, is that our land title volumes doubled two years ago. And today, they're 11% higher than they were two years ago when they doubled. So the demand at land titles has never been greater and the reason for that is because i as i said earlier our plan is working we cut corporate taxes we reduced red tape and now is a great time to be an albertan we just had the dow project last week we saw a five and a half billion dollar surplus in our fiscal update this is great news for albertans and people are coming here and and it's good news for our economy
0: operator can you put through the next caller
3: Michelle Balf- Belfontaine, CDC. Uh, hi there, Minister. Thanks for taking my question. Um, my understanding was a lot of this had to do with the fact that your systems are quite outdated and, and as you mentioned earlier, decades old. So i
2: wonder if you can tell me a little bit about, um, you know, how you're going to be spending that $60 million over the next three years. Or what kind, What's the process for updating the actual uh, computer systems?
1: Well, um, some of that questions I'll defer, of course, to Minister Glubich, who is our technology, technology and innovation minister, because his team is very involved in that. But here's what I'll say. We learned some, some lessons from what the feds did on the Phoenix uh, pay system and that fiasco. And, and so we are not doing what we refer to as the big bang transformation of, of automation. We're going to be doing it in pieces. And after we install one piece, then we'll move on to the next. That way, it, we will not see that catastrophic failure that the feds saw with their pay system. So we'll do this piecemeal so that we know that it's working and we're going to put those guardrails in so that we have a smooth transition.
0: Thank you. All right. I think, oh, actually, sorry, operator, can you put through the, the one more caller that we have?
3: Catherine Skowski, Alberta today. Yeah, I, I think um, my my colleague Michelle Belfontaine didn't get her follow-up, but... Um, um, yeah, so I guess my first question, when you talk about automation, does that mean job losses for those um, employees who are not on temporary contracts? Or what's what's going to happen with the employment once those automation systems are in place?
1: Well, you know, it's it's, it's funny that you should ask that question because... Our volumes right now are 11% above when they doubled two years ago, and so they continue to climb. So uh, many of those uh, of those temporary employees that we weren't planning on keeping past this point, we actually have to retain them because we need them uh, until we can get the automation up and running. And, and so what we've done a great job is of transitioning many of those temporary employees into other roles within government, and we look forward to, to doing that as, uh, as often as we can. I mean, one thing that we won't do is we won't uh, subsidize the horse and buggy industry just because it creates jobs but what we will do is work with those employees and transition them into new roles into new government departments we, we know we have a labor crunch right now and so in an environment where it's hard to staff up we are not going to allow good employees to leave government just because we do an automation we'll transition them into another department where their skills are going to be uh, utilized
3: and, and a follow-up on a different topic, I know um, in Texas you had some discussions about possibly utilizing abandoned or orphan wells um, as part of the crypto cryptocurrency.
2: Um, and I'm wondering
3: what needs to happen in order for for that to be brought in. Are you having discussions with other ministries? Does there need to be a regulatory framework? What uh, has been happening with
1: that? Well, we're, we're not looking to create any new ministries or, or any, any more uh, red tape. Uh, but uh, we, we have a company right now that has actually been working with the Alberta Energy Regulator, and they're going through the, that regulatory process that's already in place so that they could press some of those gas wells back into business. Uh, it's happening. It's early days. But let me tell you, not only is, is one company already going through that process, but other companies are looking. They're in the province. They're kicking the tires because they see the value of pressing these gas Wells back into business uh, for blockchain purposes.
0: Thank you. Thank you, everybody. That concludes our media questions for today. We'll take a few minutes to get ready for our our tour, and then uh, we can capture some photos and videos for your stories. Thank you.